Episode 147 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. There is no story these days other than the coronavirus and its impact on American life and business. This experience will change how we live in Wichita and elsewhere in the United States. Today, we talk with Mayor Brandon Whipple, who is working remotely and in self-quarantine today. We'll find out how he's running the city and preparing for an unclear future in a moment. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal, the local business impact of COVID-19 and the effort to stop the spread. We talked to a lot of business owners and leaders about the steps they're taking and how they're trying to survive through the challenge. Our coverage begins on page 12. This week, we feature a special report on the city of Newton. Cities had its challenges, but aerospace companies are some of the strongest business catalysts for the town. That report is on page 15. This week, we spend 10 minutes with Kevin Dryling. He's the new president of Landmark Commercial Real Estate, page 23. This week's list, physical therapy facilities on page 6. Great business intelligence available to you. It's our business leads, new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits. It uh, begins this week on page 18. Back to talk with Mayor Brandon Whipple after this. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Welcome, Mayor. Thank you for being here. You decided to self-quarantine, it sounds like, after attending a conference in Washington, D.C. with council members Brandon Johnson, Becky Tuttle, James Clendenin. At this conference, it sounds like you all took the correct precautions, no handshaking, things like that. But you found out later two people at the conference tested positive. Tell me about that. So out of an abundance of caution, myself and the other members who were in the same facility uh, have decided to self-quarantine uh, for a few days. Uh, then we'll, we'll, we actually got the okay to self-monitor now, um, just to see if we have any symptoms. Uh, so, you know, we just want to be proactive uh, and make sure that we're following the best practices and also to be a uh, an example to other people who might wind up in the same situation, uh, you know, where... You know, we want to set that example where it's okay to uh, self-quarantine uh, for a little while to ensure that, you know, you don't have any symptoms. How do you still run the business of the city? Yeah, I do most of the stuff through um, technology even when I'm at the city. Uh, so my job right now is to be a partner for Pete Meissner and the county commission uh, to kind of see what they're doing because they serve as the board of health and then to complement what they're doing. Uh, so. You know, as soon as they come out with a new um, order, like, you know, another best practice, um, then I'll, I'll magnify that uh, using our city resources and, you know, do a video, do social media, or, you know, get that stuff out to my contacts. Uh, also, my job is to uh, network uh, to, you know, we had the county is focused on, I would say, the more immediate medical type stuff. Um, so. My job is, okay, well, how does that affect the, the more human stuff? Uh, so, you know, well, Pete Meissner and, well, Pete Meissner and, and his team are evaluating the medical policy. I'm meeting with the United Way, uh, you know, calling them in and asking them if they can be um, the one-stop shop for our, uh, uh, you know, for people who are 
uh, of a vulnerable population who shouldn't be out, um, if they need something, can they call the United Way? Can they dial 211? Uh, so that meeting uh, actually was really good. Uh, they've agreed to do that. And now I think the National United Way has followed suit, and they also uh, want to be um, a help nationally uh, during this time. So, you know, my, I'm pretty much trading uh, um, my double screen computer to go over emails and to stay in contact, uh, you know, from the office to my cell phone uh, here um, at my house. But it, it's working out okay. Uh, my videos are a little more shaky because I get to do them in kind of <laughs> selfie mode instead of using, you know, using the setup there at, at the city. Uh, but again, it's important that, you know, we, and I don't have any symptoms. I, I feel fine. So does Brand Johnson. Um, yeah, he's been updating people. Uh, but I think it's important that we uh, observe, um, you know, these uh, best practices, not just for ourselves, but just to let other people know that, you know, it's, it's all right if they have to do the same. That's important to point out. You're not feeling ill, and none of the other council members who are self-quarantining are feeling ill either, right? Yeah, no, not at all. It's completely out of a abundance of caution right now, and to be proactive. Um, we saw Kansas City, and I think uh, I think uh, Memphis, uh, who attended the same workshops, uh, they decided to do this, and we thought, you know, we should do it too. Um, and you know, I will say that we have been cleared to by the uh, professionals over at the county to go into self monitoring, which means, you know, we. Uh, we, we uh, can go out and about. Uh, the, the risk is so low that we got in, in any type of, um, you know, uh, vulnerable situation uh, that they just be okay. But, you know, Brian Johnson has posted on a who, – who's an incredible council person, by the way. Um, really, we're lucky to have him. I know I'm lucky to serve with him as mayor. You know, he posted that he has cleared until April or through April any one-on-one -on -one meetings with people. Um, so he's kind of moving towards, uh, you know, um, a communication more through technology uh, than one-on-one -on -one and out of an abundance of caution. Uh, so, so I think that in the immediate future, you're going to see more of that type of stuff. Uh, I think we just agreed that our consent uh, meeting that's coming up, well, we can set up our telecommunication uh, so that people won't feel pressured to come in to that. They can partake online. Uh, so, you know, technology is going to play a big role um, in how we function um, in the next, uh, I think, few weeks. Uh, and we're lucky that, uh, you know, city like Wichita, we're set up uh, really well to take advantage of that. So you will have some meetings coming up as a council? Yes. Um, we have, uh, so the, uh, the end bunk if you will, I didn't know it's French, right. by the way. My French is terrible. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, you know, afterwards, after I mispronounced it a bunch right. of times, they tell me how to pronounce Joint it. Joint meeting. Let's call it that. Yeah. 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 Let's call it big meeting, and we'll just keep it there. I can, I can handle that. Um, that's been canceled. Uh, really. Uh, <laughs> hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. So what, what you do is from home. I, I get the, uh, the two-year-old is potty training, and he's just running no around. No problem at all. No problem at all. <laughs> So the uh, the uh, that meeting has been canceled. We're also because um, it can be put off. I mean, there's some of this stuff where anything that, that can be put off, we we, we probably want to put it off. Where unless it's essential to what we're doing right now or to the function of everyday government, uh, a lot of this stuff deserves the full attention of the council. And really, my attention is on keeping people safe. 
uh, keeping people healthy, uh, and then also, you know, keeping our economy um, going the best it can in these hard times. So uh, that one was canceled. Uh, we are also, like last week, uh, when um, Chairman Meissner uh, said that we, we shouldn't have any meetings with over 50 people, we set up an overflow, uh, and we had um, one of our staffers uh, count how many people were coming in so that if we were to reach 50 in the main room, we would utilize the overflow room. Uh, and we asked people to, you know, practice social distancing uh, while they were uh, in our council chamber as well. You know, put a chair between you guys, that type of stuff. Uh, right, so, right. so, yeah, we're adjusting. It's just uh, trying to make sure that, um, you know, we're doing everything we can to keep uh, our, our community safe while also, you know, partaking in a business that, that's governing. Are city halls were uh, city hall employees still working? Yes, um, they are. I believe um, they have actually increased some measures uh, for their safety. Um, you know, I think it about ten days before we even left for D.C. So, you know, almost almost uh, almost three weeks ago, we increased um, uh, the disinfecting and cleanliness. Uh, City Hall and all public buildings, really. Uh, so, you know, they not only got the uh, crew that normally dis- uh, disinfects and sanitizes everything to, you know, work triple time, but I believe they contracted with other um, other uh, 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 private entities uh, to increase um, the amounts of cleaning that's happening at City Hall. Uh, so City Hall, uh, and they are doing... Uh, uh, fever tests, I guess, when people are coming in, where they're testing to see if you have a fever, um, if you do, or showing signs, and you know they will treat you differently than if you're not. Uh, so uh, City Hall has been really um, utilizing uh, best practices uh, for a while now uh, and doing everything they can. Uh, we um, we still have people who are nervous, I think, and who are afraid. Uh, of course, so you there's a lot of misinformation out there that's probably one of the biggest things i have to battle is really kind of the unknown right, uh, right. but for now uh when it comes to what's happening at city hall with our public employees and with our airport uh there's really uh all the tools are being utilized at this point um that i know of to uh, minimize risk and that's right. thanks to our staff this has the potential to have an economic impact, maybe even worse than September 11th, worse than the Great Recession back in 2008, 2009. What's your vision for how we kind of move forward? I know we're still pretty early in this thing, but have you given some thought to that, uh, you know, how we how we mitigate things and move on long term? You know, we're going to, we're, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, yeah, during the campaign we had a saying that was called just win today you know just win the day where if we thought too far ahead um you know when you thought about all the variables it takes to do something that's major uh it's easy to get overwhelmed um so right now i'm coming through into this that my attitude is um you know wichita is the best community that, that that i've ever been a part of uh we have the, the business community, the nonprofit community, the education sector, uh, really all the pieces to overcome 
the uh, I think anything that that's thrown at us. Um, so right now I am focused on you know winning the day. Like what do I got to do today to feel better towards the end? Where okay we did we win today or did we just did we do okay? Um, but I have faith in our community moving forward that just like our local leaders are doing, we are facing this head on. You know we signed up for this. We're facing this head on. We are. Um, going to overcome this because uh, that's what Wichita do. Uh, I believe that when we start repairing our economy uh, in the next couple of months or so, um, you know, we'll be bringing other people to the table, and we expect them to lean in uh, to face this head on uh, and to, you know, do do what we do as Wichita's, which is come together uh, and uh, and make sure that that we put our community over ourselves. Uh, so I have really no fear that we won't rise to that occasion because uh, I know I know how our community is. Um, so for today, it's about winning the day. It's about making sure we get out the right information. Uh, it's about being agile, which means you know if we get new information, we respond. Uh, we do everything we can uh, to. And I'll just say my goal: uh, we do everything we can that so that when this is over, people will point to Wichita. And say, wow, that, that's a community that did it right. You know, that's right. what I want. I right. want, and there's no reason why Wichita shouldn't be that model community with this is all said and done uh, that did this right. You know, that put people uh, first, that uh, limited the spread of this thing, and that at the end we came together in our economy, uh, in our, um, you know, came together uh, uh, and bounced back. So that's my perspective on it. Um, is I'm trying to win today, do everything I can, um, but also I know that when this thing um, starts, when we start to see the tail end of this, uh, Wichita's going to come out stronger. We're going to be bringing that bu- the business community to the table. Uh, we're going to be bringing um, our partners to the table uh, and saying, like, okay, how how's the best way to bounce back strong from this? And I, I know that they'll be there. Are you all communicating with the big employers, Spirit, Tech Strong, Coke Industries, for example? We are. Um, you know, we, it's they're in a tough spot too, and I understand that. Uh, really, we need some action from the federal government when it comes to resources. Uh, we and the state, I think, is doing all they can. Um, but you know, I talked with Textron uh, the other day before they announced their furloughs, and you know, I got to tell you it. It wasn't an easy conversation. Um, I can tell the person who called me was very troubled by it. You know, like right. no one, no one likes the situation we're in. It's, it's, we all get it. He didn't need me telling him like the effects this will have. You know, like I, right. I think I made a comment. You know, just I guess being uh, it was later in the afternoon. I guess being young and at, and <laughs> maybe. But aggressive, I said, oh, how, how do you expect me to uh, handle this? You know, like, you are supposed to be the ones who are handling this, like, as far as their own employees. Mm-hmm. And then he got, I think he pushed back, where it showed me that, you know, we're all human. And it's not easy on some of these big businesses to be um, in the situation they are, especially the small businesses. I've been right. hearing a lot from particularly right. the service sector who, you know, you get mom and pop to own a uh, a bar or a restaurant and they love their employees you know like their employees are are their family and right. the the realities are you know people really aren't going out and they probably shouldn't be going out and that affects their bottom line and, and they only have 
you know, so much liquidity before they'll be put under. Uh, right. So they have to tell their employees, hey, we, we got to slash your hours. You have to go home. And, right. you know, I was raised in a family where my mom was a bartender um, and then a waitress. And, you know, I know we live paycheck to paycheck. So it hits me a little close to home if I start thinking, uh, you know, too much about like, wow, that's like what, what people are going through. Right. Um, but there, you know, I got to keep that in mind um, while we move forward with these decisions and try to weigh that out with, um, you know, the fact that if we do this right up front, you know, it is hard. It is terrible uh, to pretty much closing things down to be in Pete Meissner's shoes when he starts closing things down. Right. Guys, I'm on, I'm on the phone. The, um, although it, if we do it right, this would be short-lived. Right. You know, like we can flatten that curve. We can make this, you know, a, a shorter experience uh, rather than a longer one. If we do it wrong uh, and we don't squash this thing uh, as fast as possible uh, and it lingers in our community, um, then we're going to see worse effects. So do you have a specific message for, for the Wichita small and medium sized business owners and managers, like you say, you you know what it's like. You've you've been a part of that. Your mom was a part of that. Uh, the small businesses. Do you have a message for those folks? I mean, my message to really the small businesses is just know that we know what you're going through is not easy, and that uh, it's incredibly hard, and it's okay to be scared, and you're supposed to be scared and concerned, and we're in this together. Um, you know, moving forward, uh, we're going to do everything we can, uh, to make sure, um, that you bounce back because, you know, small businesses in our community are the backbone. Um, and we got to do everything we can to value them, um, you know, just as much as we value anything else, uh, particularly because not just the economic implications of, small businesses, but also the communal ones, the ones where like our community is, is attractive to people. It is cool because of the different small businesses. Um, so, you know, we, this is temporary um, and we're going to need you at the table when this is over to tell us what it is that we can do uh, to help you guys bounce back. And I do also more of a technical message. I got off the phone with Pete Meissner about an hour ago and he told me that um, if there is federal relief, which we, we are expecting to, um, to uh, yes, you can, uh, to make sure you keep a set of books that you are accounting everything that's happening right now, that you can justify and show, um, you know, that last year this time we rented out these many rooms, this year with only like two rooms, uh, that you can actually show um what uh what impact this had on your small business uh there will likely be you know opportunity to get get uh, um the resources from the federal government and you, you this is and i get it this is a time where people aren't thinking about accounting um but you know according to our chairperson his recommendation was keep two set of books sets of books make sure that when the time comes um you know you can uh uh uh, get get what you deserve to to get back on your feet. 
That's great advice. Great advice to those business people. Don't stop uh, making sure you have good records because they'll come in uh, handy here in a little bit. Mayor Brandon Whipple, heck of a way to uh, start your the first part of your uh, journey as mayor, your first term. But uh, we appreciate you taking some time and uh, be well. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I signed up for this. Uh, as a community, we're going to get through it. You bet. Thanks, Mayor. Back in a moment. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours, so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit EquityBank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. That's it for BizDoc with Bill Roy this week, episode 147. Check out all our episodes at our BizDoc with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. BizDoc with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week. <laughs>